Welcome back to Mind Vibes, the online podcast where we will be discussing about mental health and cracking a code for a peaceful mind. Let's break the stigma together. Imagine that you are getting ready to go to a party. You feel excited yet nervous. You have got this feeling in your stomach almost like another heartbeat. There is something holding you back. holding you back from getting too happy better to be cautious otherwise something bad might happen you start wondering who should i talk to when i get there what if no one wants to talk to me what if they'll think i'm weird when you arrive at the party someone comes to you and starts talking and as this is happening your mind starts racing your heart begins pounding and you start sweating it feels almost as if you're disassociating from yourself like it's an out of body experience and you're just watching yourself talk keep it together you say to yourself but you can't and it's just getting worse after few minutes of conversation when the person leaves you feel utterly defeated this has been happening to you in social situations for a long time every time you go out in crowded places you feel this panic starting to arise when you are surrounded by lots of people like on a public transport you feel hot nauseous uneasy and what not to prevent this from happening you start avoiding people and places leading to loneliness and isolation a person facing these scenarios is socially challenged with an anxiety disorder anxiety is very common much more than people think according to a cambridge study one in 14 people around the world is said to have an anxiety disorder and each year it cost over 42 billion dollars to treat this mental health problem to show you the impact of anxiety on someone's life i will just say that anxiety lead to depression school dropout and suicide it makes it harder to focus and it leads to relationships breakdown but lot of people don't know this and that's why a lot of time they sweep anxiety under the rug but anxiety is much more than it looks like a reason why so many people don't think it is important is that they don't know what it is is it your personality it is an illness it is a normal sensation what it is that's why it's important to differentiate normal anxiety from an anxiety disorder Normal anxiety is an emotion that we all get when we are in a stressful situation. For example, let's say you are in a forest and you come face to face with a lion. This will probably make you feel anxious and you'll probably want to start running like crazy. Now this anxious feeling that you get is good because it protects you. It saves you. 
Anxiety helps us meet our deadlines at work and deal with emergencies in life. But when these anxiety emotion is taken to the extreme and arises in situation which don't pose a real threat, then that's when you might have an anxiety disorder. For example, people with generalized anxiety disorder worry excessively and constantly about everything going in their life, and they find it difficult, very hard to control this emotion. They also face symptoms like fear, restlessness, they find it hard to fall asleep at night, and they can't concentrate on any task. In spite of whatever kind of anxiety you might be suffering from, there is something you can do to lower it. It works and it's simpler than you think. The way you cope or handle things has a direct impact on how much anxiety you are experiencing. According to research, the people living in poor areas have a higher risk for anxiety than people living in richer areas. Now these results didn't surprise them. But when they looked closer, they found that people living in poor areas, if they had a particular set of coping resources, they didn't have anxiety. While people living in poor areas without these coping resources had anxiety. Other studies shows people who had faced extreme circumstances, who had faced adversity, been through wars and natural disasters, if they had coping resources, they remained perfectly healthy and free from mental disorders. While others facing the same hardships but without coping skills went into a web and developed mental problems. So what are some of these coping resources and how we can use them to lower our anxiety? Before I dive into what they are, I would like to point out and I think which is so interesting that you can develop these coping resources and skills by your own through the things you do. You can take charge and lower your anxiety and I think which is so empowering. Today I will be talking about three coping skills and first one feels like you are in control of your life. People who feel like they are more in control of of their life have better mental health. If you feel like you are lacking control in your life, then research shows that you should engage in experiences that give you greater control. I'll tell you what I mean. Do you sometimes find that you put off starting something because you just don't feel ready enough? Do you find it hard to make decisions like what to eat, what to wear, which job to take up? Do you tend to waste a lot of time deciding what you might do while nothing gets done? A way to overcome indecision and this lack of control in life is to do it badly. There's a quote by writer and poet G.K. Chesterton that says, Anything worth doing is worth doing badly the first time. The reason why this works so well is that it speeds up your decision making and catapults you straight into action. Otherwise you can spend hours how you should start, how you should go. 
this can be paralyzing and can make you afraid to even begin too often we aim for perfection but never end up doing anything because the standards that we set for ourselves are too high they are intimidating which stresses us out and we delay something or might even abandon the whole thing altogether do it badly frees you up to take action so often we want to do something perfectly we can't start until it's the perfect time until we have got all the skills but this can be daunting and stressful so why not just do the things without worrying if it is good or bad when you start using this motto your life will start transforming you will find that you could complete task in much shorter period of time than before do it badly will give you wings to take risk to try something differently and to have a way more fun during the whole process it will take the anxiety out of everything and replace it with excitement so do it badly and you can improve as you go along the second coping strategy is to forgive yourself and it is powerful if you use it people with anxiety think a lot about what they are doing wrong their worries and how bad they are feeling imagine if you had a friend who constantly pointed out everything you are doing wrong and everything that was wrong with your life you will be probably want to get rid of this person right away wouldn't you well people with anxiety do this themselves all day along they are not kind to them kind to themselves so maybe it's time to start being kinder with ourselves and a way to do this is to forgive yourself for any mistake you think you might have made just a few moments ago to mistakes made in past if you had a panic attack and embarrassed about it just forgive yourself if you wanted to talk to someone but couldn't gather up the courage to do so forget about it just forgive yourself for anything and everything and this will give you greater compassion towards yourself you can't begin to heal until you do this now famous neurologist dr viktor frankl said for people who think there is nothing to live for and nothing more to expect from life the question is getting this people realize that life is still expecting something from them this means having a purpose and meaning in life is a very important coping mechanism whatever we do in life however much money we make we cannot be fully happy until we know that someone else needs us that someone else depends on on, on our achievements or on the love that we have to share it's not like that that we need someone's good words to keep going in life but if we don't do something with someone else in mind that we are at much higher risk for poor mental health doing something with someone else in mind can carry you through toughest times you will know why for your existence so the question is do you do at least one thing with someone else in mind this could be anything even it could be the sharing the knowledge that you gain today 
especially to those who need this most and there are often people who don't have money for therapy and are usually the ones who are at the highest rates of anxiety disorder give it to them share with others because it can really improve your mental health so i would like to conclude with this another way you can do something with someone else in mind is finishing work that might benefit future generations even if these people will never realize what you have done for them it doesn't matter because you will know and this will make you realize the uniqueness and importance of your life thank you and stay tuned follow and share for upcoming episodes